Welcome to episode eight. Today we have a special guest, Michaela Thomas. Hello. Hi. Thank you. Yes, welcome. <laughs> yes. Thank you for coming on uh, to interview. I'm glad to be here. Very glad. Excited. Very excited. Us so too. Glad. Yes, you are our first special guest. So you hold that special little honorary position. I know. I feel so special. I was like, I've never even done a podcast. And then I'm like, first guest. I so know. cool. <laughs> it's just like talking, having a conversation. Yeah. So, yeah, we wanted to talk about self-love and ask you personally what self-love is to you and how you have grown to learn about it within yourself. Yeah, and just how it kind of like plays into your everyday life. Um, it's super important and we're just excited to hear what you have to say about it. Um, I feel like it's it's definitely been a process. I mean, it has not always... I haven't always liked myself for a long time in my life. I feel like, especially throughout high school, it's kind of just like not knowing who I was and like seeking validation elsewhere because I wasn't getting it like at home or I wasn't getting it um, out in public. So I was like um, seeking attention from dudes, which I hate. I hate that I did that, but that was high school me. And so that's where I found a lot of my validation. But now it's not... I, I don't I don't need that anymore. I've been through a lot of therapy. Um, I've grown. I've I've found Christ. So um, that's been a large part of that journey of like I don't say that I would like love myself or like I um, I don't know. But I feel like self love doesn't mean vanity. But it just means I feel like it's kind of just like a contentment within yourself. And I kind of feel like that's where I've come to at this point. So I think that covers my thoughts on that. I love that. That's great. Yeah. Yes. Um, so, I mean, you kind of gave us your definition, but if you had to make one sentence to define self-love for you, what would it be? Accepting myself for who I am. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Simple. Straight said. I love it. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so if you're ready, we'll just kind of jump into the next question and everything. Okay. Absolutely. Um, in what ways do you show love for yourself, like through acts or whatever you do in your daily life? I feel like just making sure that I set proper boundaries in all my relationships and with my time, like whenever people may ask me things that I don't necessarily want to do, I make sure to say no. And I set those boundaries because I don't want to uh, spend time doing things that I don't really want to do or see to be fruitful or um, I don't want to overbook myself and cause myself stress. Y'all were talking about burnout a couple weeks ago. So (laughs) like overbook, I I tended, I tend to overbook myself sometimes. Um, And so I think setting those boundaries definitely uh, allows my, me to show myself some love. Um, Also just make sure I have time to myself. I'm kind of introverted in that sense. Like I love being alone for a long time (laughs) in my room. Um, And so I think that's a way and just honestly taking care of myself. Um, I don't work out the way I should, but I do eat pretty healthy. Like I meal prep almost every week. And so I at least have like some balanced meals throughout the week. And um, I try and just not allow my life to be just work, school, and 
work and school. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that can make life not fun. <laughs> Dude, Loki, you should think about like a business in like meal prepping industry because I go to Michaela, I'm like, she sent me her Pinterest of like good meals, like vegan cooking and stuff. And I'm like, oh, and so we got on that topic. So, I mean, this is a little office self-love, but I don't know, maybe for you, that type of business to get into, like, that'd be cool. I'd be down. I'm down (laughs) for anything, honestly. I just kind of do, I dabble in a lot of things, but (laughs) (laughs) but I think that's pretty much it on my ways I show myself I think it's just really just taking time for myself and making sure that like everything else is not overwhelming my whole life and my personal experience (laughs) the next question would be how comfortable are you with setting boundaries to respect your peace very comfortable very very comfortable (laughs) but that's only only because I went through therapy I had no this time last year, I had no boundaries with anything. I was saying yes for everything. I was like, <laughs> yes, I'll do it. I'll be there. Aww. Does it fit my schedule? No, but I was going to be there. I was going to show up and I'll be there and I'll be crying because I was stressed out about school. <laughs> 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 but um, I read this book. It's called Boundaries. I can't remember um, who it's by, but it's like a Christian-based um book and it was just very helpful because my therapist made me read it she was like girl look through this and like you need to line this the boundary she's like you're gonna read this and so I read it and it really touched me and impacted me and so I think it's very important to set boundaries to respect your peace because it's easy if you don't set boundaries to go crazy I love that you're not wrong I've been there bro <laughs> it's rough but now you're a girl boss like you getting it done I'm you're trying. like no for real I'd be like I'm good I'll pass <laughs> Yeah, I, rapid fire questions for you because you're answering them so perfectly. Um, I'm ready. Do you let other people interfere with your self love? Ah, uh, there's like a part of me that is a people pleaser, and I try not to because that I feel like I sometimes can take people's opinions as um, of me and then try and like change myself to. I guess to um trying to find the right words for this to articulate it. Um I guess sometimes like the people pleaser in me wants to fit these molds that people if they think something bad of me, I want to fit in the molds that make them think highly of me. Um so I think that can definitely change my perspective of myself. Um mentally at least like my personality wise, but physically social media can tank my soul. For real. <laughs> Social media can be rough. I think just with um like your our physical bodies and just being hard on ourselves. Um, I know I can get hard on myself if I spend too much time like watching these girl bosses in the gym just like tearing it up and their bodies are freaking fantastic. But then we have to remind ourselves that social media is literally just a snippet of their lives and not um you know, when we're sitting and my posture is like hunched over, you know, um, <laughs> our bodies are going to look different than when we're standing up or in this perfect lighting. You know, if the lighting's very harsh or if the lighting is better, I don't know. I think it's just having to remind myself of that. But yes, sometimes things do interfere and uh, get in my head, but I try not to, I try not to let it, but you know, we all, we all know how that goes. <laughs> yeah. I love that you brought that up too. Yeah. It's just ghetto out here sometimes. 
<laughs> Literally. I feel like you're answering these questions in a way that like helps other people relate. Because mm-hmm. I mean, for sure, you're definitely not alone. So, yeah, I feel like that's honestly what this this life is. We're all just a bunch of humans that are here trying to figure out like where our place is and what we're here for and what our purpose is. And I think. And I also hate social media sometimes because I'm tired of all these people. We're living all the same lives. I just, I hate when people are literally, they post things and I'm like, there's no way you're experiencing that too. But then they are because we're all living the same lives and we're just all just trying to figure it all out together. And that's kind of crazy. We all all have like these same experiences, even though we're like miles, you know, thousands of miles apart, but it's just really crazy. So. Dang. (laughs) That like. Like that that one's deep, bro. I'm not gonna lie. I'm coming with the good stuff. I said bow, bow, bow. For real. Like, you you preaching out here. I love that. <laughs> okay. Next question. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wrap that up. All right. What role does self-love play in a relationship? I think it plays a role a large part of the role in like trusting somebody and being secure um, in a relationship. I mean, I've never really been in like a long romantic relationship. unlike you ladies, but <laughs> <laughs> um, I think in any relationship, especially in romantic, I think it plays a large role because um, if you don't accept yourself for who you are, if you don't, or if you're not comfortable in who you are, um, it's hard to not be insecure in a relationship and to trust your partner because you'll think, Oh, he's looking at somebody else or, Oh, she's thinking about some other dude, you know, like you're, I feel like you'd always be second guessing who you are and your relationship to them and how they're perceiving you. And then compared to everyone else. I feel like you'd always just be in your head about, Oh, what are they thinking? I don't know if they like me, but like in real life, it's okay if people don't like you. And True. so I think it's important to realize, to be okay with that. And um, I kind of think feel like that falls back to somewhat on the other, um, on the past question, because that just allows people to interfere with that self-love because you're so worried about what um, people are thinking about you. And so I think, I feel like I didn't even answer this question. I don't know. <laughs> no, you did. You're so but well-spoken. Like, um, I just feel like it plays just such a huge role. And I feel like it just really affects every facet of your life whenever you don't love yourself and you um or you don't even just accept yourself for who you are and then you're trying to get in these relationships it just doesn't work it's not you can't come into a relationship looking for someone to fill that gap in your life you feel you have to fill it yourself before you can even hop into a relationship because it's just not healthy if you're dependent on another person to do that for you preach say it louder for the people in the back (laughs) because Very well said. I completely understand what you're saying. I feel like that was kind of discussed a past couple episodes ago. Mm-hmm. Filling that gap, you got to do that on your own. <laughs> like, like you said. Right, anyways, said. <laughs> <laughs> I love that though. For the next question. So just taking you back to little baby Michaela, like starting from then. How has your self journey like changed since literally the beginning of time for you? I feel like younger, younger me, like elementary age me was like very confident um, in who I was. 
<laughs> Crazily confident. I don't even know where it came from, but this girl thought she was all that in a bag of chips. <laughs> and um, I feel like that it developed over time into um, to what I feel like most teenage girls, especially girls, but I know guys go through this as well, so I don't want to discount their experience. Um, that like my self-confidence just tanked <laughs> went downhill and just like disappeared and it did not exist anymore oh. um so it was very hard because I went from this girl that was extremely confident to this girl that was like seeking validation in almost anything that they did um and so that was a hard thing to try and deal um to go through and then um throughout high school I kind of like I mentioned earlier I wasn't um overly fond of myself still. I don't think that, um, I think you, me and Mikhail have discussed this before living in Southeast Alabama as a person of color, Joe, I'm sure you understand this, but as a person of color, it's not always the easiest thing when it comes to, um, feeling, uh, wanted and attraction. I think that's what most teenage, um, girls desire. I mean, everyone wants to feel wanted and included. Like I felt wanted, included, platonic, but, platonically but never romantically and so I think that was a hard thing to grasp I mean I've slowly come to terms with it and just be like well it is what it is (laughs) um, before that though it was just extremely it was difficult it was it was difficult trying to um to accept myself whenever I felt like I wasn't um when I felt like I wasn't attractive, like I wasn't bringing um, in anyone that was attracted to me unless they wanted to sleep with me. And I'm like, that's not what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I was like, Mm-mm. and so um, I think that was just accepting the fact that people aren't around here likely aren't going to find me attractive. Like tr- I'm not conventionally attractive around here. Like I'm not saying I'm ugly but I'm not conventionally what the ideal girl gal is around here. It's more like the European um, features. But I don't got those. I don't got those. Yeah, <laughs> I said black through and through. <laughs> but, well, um, I think. No, yeah. McKinley, you are gorgeous. And like personality, looks, smarts. All, you are the it girl. Yes. <laughs> and I know you know this, and I've told you over the years many times, but your smile is literally my favorite smile I've ever seen in my it entire is. life. Thank it you. is the you have the perfect teeth, perfect yes. lips, perfect smile. Yeah, oh, so it's sweet. so contagious. it's so contagious. Yes, so literally. But yeah, I think it's just really been accepting that. But then, like, um, I think it's just been that, like, going through that process and accepting that. And I also went through therapy, for, like pretty intensively for about eight months or so. Um, And then I've come to know Christ and I've kind of just come to like accept who I was, you know, who the Lord has called me to be and who I am um, in him. And so it's kind of just been accepting where I am at in life. And that's kind of, I feel like I've gotten to that point now uh, for about the past, I don't say full year, but about a year or so I've kind of accepted it. And so um, I don't feel like overly like, oh my gosh, I just love who I see in the mirror. Like, this is the best body <laughs> in the world. This is the best face. Like, that's not how I feel about myself. But I, I just feel comfortable with where I'm at. So I feel like I've kind of reached that good, that good, happy medium in between of like, I'm not vain, but I'm not like hating myself and no self-esteem at all, you know? So. I love I'm that. Soft and hot. No, I think you... um 
like literally hit what is it hit the nail right on the head with that one because yes. like there's a difference between being confident and like loving yourself and being like egotistical and like mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. yeah so. sometimes it's like a very like thin line to <laughs> yeah okay so um what kind of routine do you have set for like self-care um I say typically the where I, where I work now I don't work Fridays and Saturdays um so typically Fridays and Saturdays are like my days to like I catch up on schoolwork but then like I also get rest and stuff um so that's really been like a, a really big blessing in my life that I wasn't getting before so I, I get like a good day or two of rest where I can like do schoolwork but like schoolwork honestly isn't extremely draining like physically so it's not it's like a nice day to kind of um recoup for the week but um if I'm really going crazy I'll go get my nails did I'll go (laughs) (laughs) buy myself a cute outfit um or you know I'll get my um eyebrows done stuff like that um but I do like to um wear a little bit of makeup every now and then I don't have anything on right now because I am at the house (laughs) 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 but um I do um like to throw on some makeup it makes me feel a little bit better you know um eat a good meal sometimes take myself out you know or just settle down in my room with a good book that that is sometimes my way where I can just feel like I can um recoup and kind of just relax and self-love is relaxation for me that's like that is a part of my routine like if I could get some rest in that is like the best thing for me uh, in this season of my life. So, yes. <laughs> That's lovely. <laughs> um, on to the next question. You kind of touched this subject before, but how do you, like, specifically deal with, like, image issues? Mm. That's a really good question. Um, sometimes I feel like I have to just remind myself what my body is like capable of doing that like these feet are the feet that help me get places like if I didn't have these legs I wouldn't be able to walk like I you know um there's little things like that like these legs get me places like my hands they make things they create things they they make the food that I eat um uh the like y'all said, my smile, like, because I have these, te- like, you know, I'm able to smile and able to share that smile with other people and make other people happy. So I feel like it's kind of just like changing my perspective and getting them the perspective off of like, oh my gosh, I hate this, but like not, and choose to purposely not pick apart myself and not um, tear myself down. Um, and I also, um, pull out sometimes I'll pull out Bible verses if I really need if sometimes if I'm down bad and I can't like do it like that like sometimes I'll have to I'll whip out some Bible verses and just remind myself of um who the Lord has created me to be and that like I'm here I've been created for a purpose and um on purpose and for a purpose and so I think it's really just changing my perspective and like getting the perspective more off of specifically me but um putting it realizing that my body's okay the way it is. Um, it, I was created this way and, um, yeah, I could probably lose a couple, you know, I could probably exercise one more and maybe lose a couple pounds. It'd be fine. It'd not be the end of the world. But I think it's just like knowing that 
especially now our age, like we're at a weird age where it's like outside of high school, but then we're also like early 20, you know, hitting about to hit the early 20s. Like I have to remember my body's not going to be the same that it was when I was 16. It's just not, it's never, it's not going to stay that way forever. Um, and that's okay. And I have to be comfortable with that and realize that my body's going to grow and change um, over the years. And if I can't accept my body now, like what's going to happen um, when like I have, ki- I have a kid one day, you know, and I like postpartum, like I don't want to hate my body so much and like, not like who I am and like who, what my body looks like. And then my kids see that, you know, or like yeah. my daughters see that, like, I don't like the fact that, oh, I've gained weight, you know, like, I just don't, I don't want to put that on them. So I kind of have to just like change my perspective and just um, <clears throat> sometimes just reevaluate where I'm thinking and just realize that it's not identify that it's not healthy and that it's not good for me. And that I'm putting myself down and just kind of just re uh, reprogram myself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's really well said. Yeah. I, I feel like that just gave me a new perspective because I feel like I definitely have image issues too. Obviously, everybody probably does. And I never thought about like, in a way, like you said, reprogram how you think. So that that will help me. So thank you. (laughs) I'm glad it it stuck something. Uh, Hopefully, hopefully it sticks to people that just that choose to listen or so. Sometimes you just got to change, flip your perspective and realize that it's I don't know. I think the world is, we sometimes realize it feels like, I don't know, our pastor, my pastor always says, he's like, whenever a situation's like this close to your eye, it's not, you can't see anything else. But when you set it this far, you know, away from you, um, like it kind of just changes things because you can see more of the situation versus when it's like right up on it. So sometimes I feel like you have to sometimes like take a step back and look at it like, okay, rational eyes, put your, your rational eyes on your rational brain. (laughs) Like I'm hormonal and I want to cry and I hate my body kind of um, <laughs> brain. So yeah, Aww. that's kind of what I do sometimes. Um, yeah. If you could tell your younger self something regarding self-love, what's a piece of advice you'd give her? Mm. That's a good question. Something I would tell my younger self about self-love. Mm. I kind of wish I would just tell her not to seek validation in other people. Um, I sought validation a lot in my parents and in my grades, <laughs> my grades, especially. Um, uh, so I think I would be telling, telling her just to, to accept where she is and that she's doing the best that she can. And so to just appreciate all that she has done, but not look, to other people or to other things to find her worth because that's not where her worth is found. It's not found in anything that um, her great, you know, it's not found in her GPA. It's not found in the clubs that she's in or um, whether her parents have told her that they, that they're proud of her or whether she feels like they love her um, or whether some guy says she's pretty or stuff like that. I just really feel like I just wish that she would um, if I were to tell her anything, but tell her that her worth is found elsewhere and not in all these other things that she's seeking it in. Beautiful. I'm going to start crying, bro. (laughs) Very well said. Thank you. Thank you. 
That's too sweet. No, I appreciate you being our first guest. I feel like you brought a lot of like wonderful like ideas, content, and help for other people. So like you're gonna touch a lot of people with your story and like your walk with Christ and everything. So truly a light. Thank you. Well, I'm glad. Thank you for having me on here. I feel like it was very quick, but maybe because I was talking the whole time. So it it seems like it went very fast. Well, I mean, we want you to be the one talking mostly because it's about you and we don't want to make it all about us. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) That's why you're our guest. We want to hear your journey, your stories. I felt like a kid in the candy store. I was literally just like, tell me more. Tell me more. Yes. (laughs) I feel like there wasn't a lot of comments that I could add back because I'm like, there's no more yeah, things you, to add. You, just, you covered every exactly. answer perfectly. Literally <laughs> mic drop. Like I was like, ooh, after everything you said. <laughs> well, thank you. I'm glad I'm glad that y'all asked me to be on here and I'm uh, hopefully it touches someone. So we normally do like, you know, our three things mm-hmm. that we've been loving. So if you want to go first, tell us your three things you've been like loving, using, whatever. Spotify always. But they did the Spotify rap, and I, <laughs> I love, I love it. But I think it's so funny because my my one of my top songs was Heather by Conan Gray, and um, I listened to it two hundred ninety eight times this year. And I think, girl, <laughs> and then the rest of it was like contemporary Christian, contemporary Christian on both sides, and then I'm like, oh. uh, it's funny. so funny. And that cracked me up. But I've been using Spotify a lot because I use that all the time. But I listen like seventy thousand minutes worth of music. I was like, yes. Yeah. But um, what's something else I've been using a lot lately? Um, uh, I got this. I use this uh, makeup company called Merit, and they have this like oil that they recently put out like for like kind of skincare type thing and it's so nice like it makes your face nice and cheeny and like soft and I really like it so Ooh. I've been using that and hmm can't think of anything else oh my water bottle I have lost this I lost this water bottle at my church even though I worked <laughs> it I lost it for a good month <laughs> I lost it for a good month, and I was so sad. And then, like, Wednesday night, I was there, and I was just in the this because I checked the lost and found several times, and then I went, and I found it. And I was like, oh, water bottle. <laughs> <laughs> because I've literally been drinking, like, plastic bottles, and I don't drink enough water as is, but then this forces me to drink more. So, yes, my water bottle. Love I like the color. <laughs> yeah, it's cute. <laughs> what are y'all's three things? You can Am go, I going Jill. first? Yeah. Okay. So I was recently gifted a makeup item, and I really like it. It's the Dior blush I'm wearing now. Ooh. It's very, very pink. She looks cute, that. you guys, whoever's listening. Yes. Oh, <laughs> very um, cute. Oh, um, I've been using also... The Glossier um, Cloud Paint, and my two favorite colors is Spark and Haze. And I also have been using them as lip tint because it's really good for that. So it's like multi-use, so I like that aspect of the brand. For sure. Um, and the last thing, um, I would say it's not really a thing, but it's been like a routine I've been trying out. So I'm growing out my bangs 
And now they're kind of like curtain bangy, sort of. Not that pretty though. But <laughs> I've been like, whenever I like wash my hair and I dry it, I've been like pulling like my hair half up, half down mm-hmm. somewhat. But then like on the sides, I'll twist it and then tie it in the back and then I let it dry. And then when I let go of it, it'll like have natural, not natural, Ooh. but like heatless curls. And so I've been liking doing that. Cute. Good to know. <laughs> Mickey? <laughs> I'm trying to think. I love, oh, she's thinking. <laughs> I hate, sometimes I'm like, oh, I love doing it, but I'm just like, I always forget. Um, I think I see yours in the back, Joe, but I recently got this little like eyebrow gel. It's got to be glued mm-hmm. and it really keeps my eyebrows locked down. I'm not wearing any right now, as you can tell, but it really, it's like that feathery eyebrow look. So love that. I'm just looking around the room. I'm like, what do I use? Um, I guess this primer, the Milk Hydro Grip Primer, recently invested in it. Worth every penny. I love the texture and how it makes my makeup stay in. Okay, these are all makeup products. But the third one is the Ilia uh, Mascara. Love, love, love. <laughs> Does not clump my lashes. Um, super natural. And I hate wearing mascara because it always smudges. But that mm. one, I love. So This is my like a makeup three things <laughs> yeah. so I'm like this form of makeup this <laughs> <laughs> i know i'm like if any of those want to sponsor us i mean sure. right I said, come on now come on. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. but yes thanks for tuning in to episode eight guys this will be uh our first special guest episode with michaela thomas we hope you enjoyed round of applause yeah. for michaela <laughs> But yes, um, have a good week. We'll see you guys next Tuesday.